Welcome to episode one with Michael and Eric, the podcast where we watch the first episode of a streaming exclusive show and talk about it. I'm Michael. And I'm Eric. And this week we watched Mrs. Davis. On Peacock. Peacock. Cha-cha-cha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, before we get started on Mrs. Davis, have you uh, watched any more of Beef? No. Oh, I've... Maybe four or five episodes in to the first season of Beef. I'm really enjoying it. Unfortunately, it's going to be a while before I watch any more. Because I'm going to keep watching the shit out of Mrs. Davis. <laughs> the, yeah. Mrs. Davis is absolutely something I'm going to keep watching, but I think I'm more likely to get Kathy to watch Beef with me than I am to get her to watch this show. And that just tends to be what I watch quicker is the shit that we're watching together. Yeah, I hear that. I was so desperate because I watched the first episode of this yesterday and I still had time alone in my day. And I so badly wanted to watch the next episode. And so I did I've watched all of it. <laughs> no, I didn't Ted Lasso this, but I uh, I didn't. I haven't watched the second episode, but I was so desperate to watch more of it, I made Shay watch the first episode with me. And she's here to record this episode with us? <laughs> I thought about that. But no, she was not into it. <laughs> but we'll get into all of the... Well, so, have you watched it a second time? You watched it with her? I, I watched it the second time with her, and it was... I mean, I picked up on stuff the second time that I didn't pick up on the first time. Basically, the main character of this show is Shay, if she would have gone, actually gone to the convent and had a horse instead of a cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shay. Right. And also, yeah, yes. Surprising that she didn't resonate with that. But yeah. maybe not considering everything else that happens in this bonkers ass fucking show. She is also sick of people talking to her about anything that has to do with like nuns or Catholicism. Sure. Backstory, Shay strongly considered becoming a nun, but then eventually left the Catholic Church because she didn't agree with their uh, policies on molesting children. That feels like a deal breaker. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Okay, do you want to tell everybody what this is about? I, I read a really good synopsis, but I don't remember what it was. But. <laughs> it's super fucking helpful. I'll let you take a crack at it. Mrs. Davis is a show about a nun. Who hates stage magicians. Who has a beef... Oh. With stage magicians for some reason. Because because they keep stealing the Statue of Liberty. I think we're getting into episode two territory, but I think I think the name on that carousel at the end was David Copperfield. <laughs> I think stage magicians killed her parents. That's all I'm saying. I oh. think okay, we're getting into episode two territory right away. But I think that they got called up on stage to do the sawed in half trick, and then whoops, we're accidentally sawed in half. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking, especially since she's knows stage magic so well, and the Jay does like some sleight of hand, and she does some sleight of hand with the chains. I was figuring that 
her father was a stage magician. I don't actually think her parents were killed by stage magicians. I was just making a fun goof for our whole episode two thing that we haven't done in several weeks. <laughs> All right. I th- if we're talking about actual theories, I that seems like a reasonable one. I think that the reason she doesn't want to talk to this AI, you know what? Let's just start talking about the show. Give no explanation for what's happening because g- genuinely that's what it's like watching this show. And I think yeah. that's the best experience we're going to give any of our listeners as to whether or not they're actually going to want to watch this show. So we're just diving right in. I'm oh, not going to give a synopsis. I, I was actually going to suggest that if you want to listen to this episode, pause it here. Go watch the first episode of Mrs. Davis and then come back and let's talk should, about it. I think you should do that at any point during this episode. Yeah. I don't think we talk about what this show is about except through our impressions of these this shit. Okay. And if at any point you think, this sounds too bonkers, I have to watch it, pause our episode and immediately go and watch it. And yeah. then come back and tell us we're absolutely right. We'll wait. Yeah, this shit was wild. This was one of those shows that Eric and I could not stop ourselves from talking a little bit about before we recorded but it was mostly like this was crazy in five minutes five i watched this show before you this episode before you did and i texted you five minutes in talking about this bonkers like i had a legitimate out loud and visceral reaction to and i you you and i you know the scene I'm talking about. It was five minutes in to to the part where the, the nun gets stabbed with a sword through the back of her chest and then runs up a fucking table and then fucking hugs a guy to death with a sword to his face. Yeah. It was awesome. Not as awesome as driving your motorcycle through a donut, though. And not as funny as a horse exploding that we don't get to see. Or the guy with the, the – I, I wrote this multiple times in my notes and I – because I described it to Kathy as such and I stand by it. This was a Looney Tunes episode. <laughs> Everything – like the, the sword through the chest was maybe a little graphic for Looney Tunes. But the fact that she was still able to walk despite the sword that went through her spine very clearly, center of her chest. Well, the power of God. The power of God and the sword that she had embedded in her chest. The power of God allowed her to continue to walk, is what I'm saying. And the power of the sword in her chest allowed her to stab that guy through the face. Right, exactly. Because uh, this coven of women? Convent. (laughs) Convent is the word. Oh, this convent of women. Nuns. Nuns are actually the Knights Templar. Which we find out in the, the, I guarantee you, so this show was, I, I'm pretty sure written, but at least, at very least produced by Damon Lindelof of yeah. Lost and can, Watchmen fame. You can tell because there's a hatch in the episode. <laughs> and they do describe hatch in great detail. <laughs> yeah. That was very clearly not. I'm waiting for the smoke monster. Um, do you think the horse becomes the smoke monster now oh. that it's all blown up? Oh, dude, if this is all just like a, a lost, lost prequel. No, a lost sequel. I think it's a lost prequel. I think that horse exploding turns into the smoke monster. Okay. I'm trying to remember if they explained what the smoke monster really was. No, they never did. It was it was explained as a defense mechanism for the island or some bullshit. Yeah. So, here's my theory. They're in purgatory the entire time. Do you think that on this show they're in purgatory? This entire as, time? As opposed to... Like the real world, 
they're, they're saying it's 2023. Yeah. But there's this super advanced AI that has created world peace. Right. But also <laughs> there are people that just attach giant magnifying glasses to the tops of their car on like a weird telescoping tower so they can make jars of jam explode under orders of the ai yeah correct yeah correct are you sure they're not in purgatory <laughs> man all right do you think so our first introduction to the nun is when she stops a guy from being scammed uh in present day so we we see the whole knight's templar thing which i still stand by that whole I, what i was going to say but uh we got sidetracked I think that whole scene was just written because Damon Lindelof had the idea to write, we are the Knight. We weren't working with the Knights Templar. We are the Knights Templar. <laughs> and then he yeah. just backed his way into the rest of that scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, now present day, we're in Reno and we see a guy who's in a car with a prostitute. I think is what we're led to believe. Yeah. And then... Whoops, a cow pops up in the road. They drive off the road, run into a road sign. He ducks. Her head gets chopped off. And then cops show up and he tries to bribe them. Right. The nun shows up. On a horse. On a horse. To let him know that he's being scammed by some magicians. <laughs> if you have not paused this episode and gone and watched the first episode of Mrs. Davis by now, you have probably paused this episode of the podcast because you don't want to listen to it anymore. It's th Those are the only two solutions at this point. You are either right now watching that episode or never listening to this episode of the podcast ever again. Yeah. I don't remember what I was saying. If it was a prostitute, why were they driving to her house when he had a hotel room? With $11,000 safe in it. Correct. I don't know. Also, there are a lot of assumptions that these magicians are comfortable making. Like, that this guy was going to be willing to bribe them, for example. Also, that he was going to duck and not get his, get his head chopped off. It's all optical illusions. He was in no danger. I, I don't believe that for a second. The dude had to duck. He ducked, but did he have to? Slide of Sleight of hand. Or that he was going to try to bribe him or anything. But, you know, that's the sign of being able to pick your mark really well. For sure, which all magicians are great at. But, yeah. Fair enough, I guess. It's a testament to this show that I can, like, multiple times throughout this show watch it and go, what the fuck am I watching? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But still desperately want to keep watching it. Yeah, just like, fuck yeah. I don't think I said fuck yeah once. <laughs> aside from the sword in the face. Like, I I literally paused that and immediately started describing to Kathy what the fuck just happened. <laughs> because I, because I out loud, like, I had headphones on. She was watching something or another. And I just out loud, went, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> And hoped that my excitement for that scene would get her excited and she want to watch it. Mission failed. <laughs> so, whoa. yeah, there's a lot to talk about. We skipped over the desert island scene, which is more important than, than that. Because he's got a Knight's Templar sword on that island. Yeah, I mean, I saw that. Yeah. So, you know where the Holy Grail is going to end up being? On that island. On that island. Or up that cat's butt. Oh, I didn't think of that. And then a magician's going to have to reach in and pull out. It's a rabbit. It's, it's a rabbit the whole time. 
Oh, but there's going to be, she's going to do some tricky, like, magician stuff at the end with this Holy Grail. Oh, she's going to make Mrs. Davis think she destroyed the, the Holy Grail. Uh-huh. But she's going to do some magic stuff, and then Mrs. Davis is going to shut down as per the agreement and then she's gonna be like i had the holy grail the whole time and then and then we're gonna get like season finale episode almost like uh when a character dies but then turns out they're not dead and their eyes open we're gonna see a, a light screen. a light just blink yeah just like that <laughs> yep and then cut to next season on whatever yeah yep by the way we we've uh, gone ahead and revealed and then not explained at all the fact that the Holy Grail enters into this. Continue. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, of course. So, so it'll be like, bloop, 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 and then it'll be uh, next season on, and then the credits will roll, and then there'll be a mid-credits scene, and it'll just go back to that, and it'll be like, bloop, bloop, bloop again, and, but then it'll be like, calculating, and then it'll cut to black. Yes. Okay. Now, skipping around a little, but I don't want to forget to mention this. The chase scene where she, her and Riley are on our motorcycle, uh-huh. and they're running from the guys, and they're chasing them on four wheels, four-wheelers, and one of them just has a big net, and is trying to That's the moment her. that I realized this is a fucking Looney Tunes episode. <laughs> yeah. It was that exactly. The only thing that would have made that scene better is if how they got away is they ended up going to Walt and then painting a tunnel <laughs> and then driving through that tunnel. Well, they did go down a hole in the ground like yeah, Bugs Bunny. I, I get that. I just think that there's there was some Wiley Coyote nonsense that absolutely should have happened there. Yeah. Also, they were perfectly comfortable just threatening her and trying not to kill her for a real long time, bringing out the net. But they switched from net to crossbow real fast. Yeah, especially for some folks that probably are under strict orders from the supreme ruler of the earth to not murder this nun. Yeah, that's what we're led to believe. I still don't think that they're under orders from Mrs. Davis. I think there's another faction. Yeah, we didn't get to see a lot of what the AI does for the world. It's more like talking to the AI, or talking about the AI and talking to the AI, but we don't get to see like um, how the AI is running things. Yeah, I, I'm I'm also very unsure how that AI has solved anything. All we, to your point, all we ever see is it talking to other people and trying to talk to I wrote down her name but i forgot what's the nun's name simone, simone? yeah so how do you think this ai has solved famine war world peace all of it i think we're gonna find out irl because i think the singularity is coming in our lifetime genuinely we've got quantum computers coming and experts are saying that they're gonna have true ai in 10 to 20 to 30 years that's just <laughs> That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, but that's not the singularity. The singularity is when we, we've got technology at such a point where we can basically upload our consciousness and then live forever. Oh, no. The singularity is when technology reaches a point that we no longer control it or its development. I didn't think that's what the singularity yeah. was. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. That's what I'm talking about. So then, no, I don't think we're going to see what is that. That's not 
I don't think we're going to see that. I think if I, I think if technology gets to that level in our in the real world, yeah. I, we're just all fucking dead. Oh, oh I agree. It's going to be Skynet. Yeah, it, uh, it can go no other way. But this one. So it's real good at talking to people. And making them feel good. Maybe it's just like convincing everybody that everything's cool. What if I know everybody's real up in arms right now because Netflix is no longer going to be allowing people to share their password. What if this AI just lets everybody share their Netflix password (laughs) and then we can all see what everybody is watching and it just leads to a a greater understanding. I don't get how this solves world hunger yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm workshopping it. It's because people there's a lot of chef shows. There is a lot of chef shows. And it teaches people how to cook, which is definitely the problem with world hunger, not an allocation of resources whatsoever. Well, it's uh, people spend so much time watching Netflix that they don't exert as much energy and they don't need as much food intake. So it's like WALL-E. It's WALL-E. Okay. So if those nuns are the Knights Templar, Mm -hmm. they stood there watching some random people get burned to death as the Knights Templar. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not cool. What are the what are the Knights Templars like? They're just like the, the stewards of the Holy Grail. Are they supposed to be? Some, I genuinely don't know. I grew up Catholic, but not that Catholic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're just like the stewards of the Holy Grail. Okay. Well, then I think that they're doing their job still. Oh yeah. Let it, I mean misdirect at all costs. And then she tells that other one to go overseas, but to their sisters overseas. It's 1307. Yeah. That's my point. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait to find out what that's all about. I can't wait for them never to explain it because it's Damon Lindelof. <laughs> right. I have to think that he's learned some lessons by then. I uh, did you watch the Watchmen on HBO? Yes. I think from that, what he I th- would have thought that what he learned was to ask fewer questions that you don't intend to answer. But he definitely still did that in that show. I don't – it's been a while, but I remember walking away from that feeling like he did a much better job. But at the same time, like there was still some stuff that was left up in the air while he outwardly stated he had no intention of doing another season of that show. Um, but then I watched this, and I don't think that there's a universe that exists in which he would have enough time or resources to answer every weird fucking random ass thing that he just threw in there for the sake of this will be cool. There's gonna be there's gonna be a Mrs. Davis like follow up graphic novel or some shit like that. You're making me not want to watch this show anymore. What? If that's if that's how this show ends, it's not with the uh, it because Peacock doesn't want to deal with this nonsense anymore. They're just like, all right, fine, it's in a graphic novel. I will have zero interest. No, I'm watching it. I'm watching it, but I'm going to hate myself a little bit extra if I continue if, doing so. So you're just like uh, recognizing Damon Lindelof's participation in this and using that to like curb your excitement about it. Yes. But based based solely on like in a vacuum, because again, like having watched Watchmen, I felt like that was a much tighter product than Lost ever ended up being. Yeah watching the first episode of this there is a lot of words i can use to describe it but tight is not one of them this this was a goofy mess 
you know what I want to find out? What does it mean that everybody is trying to earn their wings? Um, I think this plays into the world peace thing. And I think instead of gold stars or some shit, like the AI just sends people free cans of Red Bull. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is how it got everybody all uh, everybody all addicted to Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Then it controls the Red Bull supply. Mm-hmm. And then if you want a Red Bull... And to make the Red Bull extra addictive, just put just, just a little bit of crack in it. Yeah. Yeah. And now if you want some, you gotta be you gotta be good. That's my goof response. The actual response, I think it's a, a social engineering, social network sort of like uh what's the word I'm looking for that like China does? TikTok? No, 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 no. They they have it was a Black Mirror episode, and then it turns out that they're actually doing it where it's like you give each other points, social credits. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's what it is. Okay. That there's some, like, preferred status that people get in whatever bullshit social network Mrs. Davis actually is. And that's all it is. We're gonna, like We're going to be led to believe that it's some important thing, but all it is is some extra brownie points. Uh, meow, it's meow meow beans. Uh. No context. What was your reaction when she started giving CPR to a headless body? <laughs> I think it was the same reaction to I had I had to most things in this, which was just, just to smash my hands on the keyboard because I didn't know what to write anymore in my notes. <laughs> what the fuck was I watching? <laughs> so, you know what makes me think you're right about how Mrs. Davis isn't necessarily controlling the world in the way that we're being led to believe? No self-driving cars. How much of present-day world have we seen in that context, though? Enough to see a bunch of cars. Yeah. Did we see people driving them? Aside from the dude who clearly has a non-legal giant magnifying glass on the top of his car and some uh, ragamuffins that are trying to hunt down the nun. In the nun's van. Yeah, that, I like, they're low-tech. They, they're not going to bother to spring for a self-driving car. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Maybe there are self-driving cars. I still think it's there's a distinct possibility that shit's out there. All right. What was your reaction when the German bad guys had her in their care and then wheeled out a TV and then showed on the TV her horse covered in a vest made of dynamite? <laughs> Smashed my hands on the keyboard <laughs> and went, what the fuck? <laughs> I did like the little interaction when they were like trying to. This is like a box TV. It was, it was like an AV, like high school AV card that they wheel out, and they're trying to get it to work. And she's just going like, "Do we try to turn it off and on again?" Or okay, <laughs> yeah. So does Mrs. Davis think that Simone is a knight templar? Yes. Is she? Or was her dad? I have no fucking clue, dude. (laughs) I genuinely have no fucking clue. Let's speculate wildly. I think... She got it from her mom. I think it's passed down genetically from the mom's side. We know her mom shows up. Yeah, there's a... In the trailer for the series, there's a scene where her mom shows up. I refused, like, at the end of the episode. 
They did a trailer? Oh, no. It was like the actual trailer for the show. Oh, I didn't oh, watch yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, I watched it and yeah. Her Spoilers. Jeez. Sorry. Spoilers for the trailer, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's likely. It's her mom in some fashion. Her mom was a Knights Templar. Her dad was a magician. What a combo. Want to watch that show instead of this one? <laughs> it was a lot enraging. That what, what did you say that guy's name was? Riley something? Riley. It was a lot enraging that in order to prove the point that those German guys were lying to her, that he just clicked the button on the detonator. It kind of feels like if you wanted, especially if their plan was to then go find where that horse was just to make sure it did blow up because they could have accomplished the same thing by just going and finding the horse, removing the explosive vest and then pressing the button. That's a fair point. But he was trying to make a point in the moment. He seems like a real douche. Yeah, except for the way he drove that motorcycle through a donut. Nah, he still seems like kind of a douche. That seemed pretty unnecessary. (laughs) It definitely seemed like he was just trying to impress her, especially given that doesn't he comment on that later? Like, it was pretty cool when I did that, right? Yeah, and she she says, what? No. I mean, yeah, kind of, but I thought that the acting was pretty good in this overall. I thought that the main actress who played Simone was really good. Yeah, I looked her up because... I, I also was impressed, but I don't know that I recognized her at all, but apparently she's in Glow. She's in Glow, and she won, like, three Emmy Awards in a row for it. Mm. I, uh, I watched a couple of episodes of Glow, but I haven't watched much of it. But the performance I want to highlight is the performance of the kindergarten teacher at the end. Uh-huh. Because she plays a character who has an earpiece in, and she's relaying a conversation to Simone from Mrs. Davis... And she's just a kindergarten teacher having what appears to be maybe the most important conversation in the history of the world. Yeah. And just having to repeat word for word the things that, that she's told, including like like her reaction is like trying to do right by this AI, but also the same reaction we had while watching the show, which was just, what the fuck is going on? And I thought that actress did a really good job it was good yeah do you want to write a second episode i think we have to okay i think it's in our contract what happened what happened at the end of episode one she met with that kindergarten teacher mm-hmm. she met with the kindergarten teacher and was given the quest to locate the holy grail and destroy it with the promise that if she does this, Mrs. Davis would end herself. Why? Itself. Why? Why what? Why would the AI agree to that? And why does the AI care about the Holy Grail? That's question number one. <laughs> question number two, which I, ha- I have a genuinely plausible explanation for. Question number two is why does Simone slash Lizzie hate this AI so much? Because it killed her dad. How do you think 
it killed her dad. Well, her dad's a stage magician. Um, Before you say your goofy answer, let me say my plausible answer because I want to. I want to be able to say I called it first, and then we can say the goofy thing and actually like joke for a second. Okay. I think we're led to believe that it killed her dad, but it's this AI that's promoted world peace, right? Promotes world peace and all this sort of shit. So what kind of like, is it just like a reign of terror and killing everyone? I don't think that's it at all. I think that it's an AI that was probably used in a medical setting in some capacity where the decision to perform some sort of surgery on her dad who was dying at the time or something was given to the AI and the AI either said the risk was worth it or not. And so she blames the AI for her dad's death. Oh, and her dad uh, needed surgery because of a stage magic accident. (laughs) Sure. Like a fireball to the face. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, no, 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 no. This is what it is. Okay. So her dad's a stage magician. Yes. He invites somebody up on stage, right? And he does like a little uh, thing with him. He's like, hey, what ball's the hand in? Oh, nope, it's in this hand. He's like sort of making fun of the guy a little bit. And then uh, that guy who he makes fun of a little bit, like thinks he has a really good time. He's like, oh, that was a really good time. And he goes home. And then uh, his wife is like, why don't you stick up for yourself? And he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, why don't you let that magician make fun of you like that? he's like i thought we were just having a good time and she was like and she like gets really into it she's like he made a fool of you charlie and then says like we're we'll stay married but i will not love you and i will not respect you and i will not let the kids do so either and then uh I, I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna pause this real quick because you're, but you're because you're on a roll. But I, I need a very genuine answer, and the answer is going to be punctuated by whether or not Shay laughs at this or not. Is this an "I think you should leave" sketch? Yes. So. <laughs> also, for the record, I was directing that whole time, and I was like, "Oh, you kind of hit it. You kind of didn't hit it." <laughs> so then he gets. Uh, Really mad at the magician. Did you tell her what I told you about? I think you should leave. Oh yeah, yeah. that we can't tease. Yeah, six months. Yeah, and then and then you decided it was worth it. Oh, <laughs> then we decided we're probably actually going to take a day off. Yeah, I think I might take a personal holiday. Like, I, yeah, because I, I the last thing I need is someone like ruining anything. Right about the new piece. Right, we need to ruin it for everybody else. Right, we just need to tell. And by it, you mean life in general. <laughs> Friendly conversation. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Podcasts. (laughs) No, there's no ruining this. You can't ruin shit. Okay. So I'm going to cut all that out. And then uh, the guy goes back and gets back on stage with the stage magician and attacks him. And that's that's what happens. Pretty good, right? Well, that was it. I think you should leave sketch, sucker. You're going to have to edit in me saying, yeah, that, that sounds really good, Michael. <laughs> and that you can use that audio right there um, in order to make that work otherwise. Okay. So that magician scene opens up the second episode. It's a flashback. <laughs> and then it goes to present day and it's Simone. She walks out of the classroom, the owl room. And school's in session, and like all the kids are running down, and the principal comes up and goes, "Oh, you must be here for the assembly." 
uh-huh. And she says, no, walks out the door. <laughs> she says no and keeps walking. <laughs> I don't know. That was a pretty good setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it really was. <laughs> she could have. She could have gone to the auditorium and like tried to juggle for the kids or something, or like done magic tricks too. Since yeah. she's so good, yeah, she could have done so many things. It makes it's almost like options. shitty writing that she just walked out the door, <laughs> right? Like, just God, a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Huh? Oh, oh, oh well. well, I guess we just gotta keep moving with what happened, though. Huh? <laughs> so she gets on. Uh, she walks out and. Uh, Riley's there on the motorcycle and goes, how to go? She says, no, he keeps walking. <laughs> no, she, uh, <laughs> I don't, like, <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> okay, so, no, you're fine. Um, she says, <laughs> went, went good. <laughs> There you go. There well, you go. Well, smell you later. And then, like, smell you later becomes her catchphrase. Uh-huh. And then uh, she keeps walking down the street because she's not getting back on the motorcycle. She gets on a... Uh... Oh, hold on. I need an anagram generator. I need a good anagram for Knight's Templar. Good luck just says the Holy Grail is under the Louvre? What? <laughs> the real crime here is that gas won't have been caught on the mics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Angels Kelp Mirth. No, Angst Kelp Mirth. So there's a bus... It says angst kelp mirth on it. And she gets in and it's just a bunch of other nuns and they've all got those swords. And she goes, let's roll, ladies. We got to hide this holy grail from Mrs. Davis. We got to hide this holy grail from Mrs. Davis? Yeah. Okay. So she's decided to not like to just to back out on the deal that she did. Right. It was just all a ploy. Why did she need to make the deal in the first place if she 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 was a Knights Templar? She already knew where the Grail was, right? She wasn't quite sure what the AI was up to. She had to confirm that the AI was after the Holy Grail. Okay. Okay. Or it seems like I just like say a thing and then you get exasperated. That is the point of this podcast is it not (laughs) oh right (laughs) i'm still just trying to to walk down the the weird logical loop of she is a protector of the grail why does she like i i have to imagine if it's been kept safe for 700 years at this point okay go so your question is why does she even uh uh, Why not just assume that Mrs. Davis wants the Grail, or that everyone wants the Grail and protect it, like that they've been doing it for seven hundred years? Mm-hmm. Because now Mrs. Davis thinks that she's hunting the Grail down for 
for it. And so Mrs. Davis doesn't think that she needs to take any further actions to get the grill. Okay. And so the rest of this show is her going on wild Looney Tunes ass adventures. Yeah. She's just in like the whole- service of going after the grail. But then at the end of every, every episode, she has to go shucks. That wasn't the grail that time. <laughs> yeah. She's just like running around with different cups and going like, whoa. <laughs> There's an episode where she just goes to a mug store and just starts smashing on the mugs <laughs> yeah. just on the off chance. Yeah, and she's like looking at the security camera like, I'm trying. I'm trying. Maybe this is it. Smash. She goes to like one of those like uh, wine and like paint, like painting ceramics things and she gets a mug and she writes a holy grail on it. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> but it's spelled wrong and the L is written backwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole show now. There's only one uh, additional question that I really need us to answer because I've got an idea. Mm-hmm. This whole episode, we never hear what Mrs. Davis sounds like. We just see like see other people who've got the little ear set in. Yeah. Who do you think voices the AI? Because it's got to be someone famous, but whose voice is recognizable because it's going to be like a whole reveal. Like... <laughs> I'm thinking uh-huh. really memorable voice, Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> so like this whole time, especially based on how everybody else talks, like it serves as a mouthpiece for her. Like we hear this really like assume that it's Miss Davis is a woman for one because we're called Miss Davis, but also like really serene and, and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I was going to say Meryl Street. But then she puts on the earbud and all she hears is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Want to wrap it up? <laughs> Thanks for listening to. Our stupid podcast. Uh, you can check out our website. It's episode one podcast.com spelled out O N E. Don't bother following us on Twitter. I've stopped. Yeah. Uh, Follow us on Mrs. Davis.com. If you like the show, leave a rating or review on Apple podcasts. If you don't like the show, keep it to yourself. Yes. Yeah. We don't want to hear about it. I don't need that in my life. Yeah. I got enough. Got, I got enough shit in my life. I don't need that. We've got a Billy Joel lawsuit breathing down our neck. We're dealing with David Copperfield. Who else? Are those our only two? Those are the two big enemies, yeah. I think. We've got we've got thousands of, of little enemies. Yeah. Just like Jack Whitehall fans. <laughs> right. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>